views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be construed as medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Boom. Good afternoon, Patriots, and welcome back to another episode of Occam's Razor. Hope you guys are having a lovely day, and I'm hoping that in today's episode we can open by addressing any unnecessary differences between us, because we're all on the same side. Don't worry, guys. There's something about social media, I'm going to be really honest, I've said it so many times, people just pop off. And, uh, you know, it's people saying things and people hearing things. Unfortunately, you lose something when you don't have the benefit of facial cues, of vocal inflection and tone. And so that's why I really enjoy doing these shows, because I get to talk about things and we get to communicate. We have a lot to discuss. Number one, number one, this happened. Well, I found out after I'd already made the card, but the Marco Polo Hunter Biden laptop report is out. We have the entire report. I have had my hands on a preliminary report for months now. Been waiting for Garrett Ziegler and his people at the nonprofit organization Marco Polo to get this out. Finally, they have. We do have some actual mainstream media reporting in The Sun, but so far that's it. Hopefully, Garrett will add this show to the webpage where they display all of the coverage being done by the media. Do me a favor, sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn, because we're going to be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the show, everyone. Thank you for being here. Thank you to everyone in the chat over there on Rumble, on Getter. Bro dude, good to see you over there. Everybody over on the foxhole, my friend Hank Tan, Alien Surfer, dropping the very first cookie. And Boomer1964 says, I am loving each and every one of you, especially RP78. I love every single one of you as well, and I even love my co-host, Al Keelan, who's here with me today. Abe, it looks like this morning you got into it with some people on Truth Social. Uh, Mickey in the chat, I don't know what happened. He said one of the hosts was threatening viewers. And I, I, Abe, all I can say is I hope that you didn't physically threaten to harm Mickey. But if something was said, I think maybe we should clear it up right now. Yeah, I don't know. You know, in this in this uh, world we live in now, um, dissenting opinion is is threatening. Uh, apparently, I I don't know, man. So, all right, listen. Yesterday, the first fifteen minutes of my show was my usual crap, and then a half hour of my show I spent on this. If you really want to have an informed discussion about what my take is, spend the half hour and listen to what I said yesterday in in, in depth. All right, so let's just start there. My my initial post, okay, first of all, did anybody see Burning Bright, Pat- Patel Patriot, Just Human last night on the new great channel, by the way, <laughs> which is uh, uh, Badlands Media, right? Absolutely. They have been doing a great job. Yesterday, yeah. they had the first great lineup you were on. They had a great discussion yesterday with uh, with Brad that I thoroughly enjoyed. I'm glad you highlighted William Buckley. But Burning Bright, um, you know, some of his analysis, I disagree with. I'll just say it flat out. I have nothing wrong. I have nothing against the man person. I don't know him, but uh, a lot of his analysis I have over time disagree with. So with that said, 
I respect just humans work and all the work that he did, uh, getting the, the, uh, the transcripts and breaking that all down and showing us the, the, the important points as part of Durham's investigation. Uh, Bree Bright said this, and I'm, you know, me, I'm just, I'm kind of half smart ass, half, uh, you know, half picking on people a little bit to see what's to, to poke a bear a little bit to, to spark discussion. Mm-hmm. The whole point of social media, I thought is to have discussion about dissenting ideas or, or, or debating ideas that are different. And I have a different take on Durham. All right. I, I'm uh, over time. I've developed a, uh, a take on Durham that I, I don't think that he's going to give us what we want out of this. And I'm now seeing the signs of that. And so burning bright said, uh, you know, they did a great show last night. First of all, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I watched it all. Um, I, I loved Kyle's breakdown of the transcript was, it was excellent. Um, and, and I love the way that uh, Patel brought it into the bigger picture scope as well. Um, but he said, we did our best to put a logic-based positivity filter over the black pilling and dooming floating around there. Now, I have a serious problem with that statement. I have a serious problem with that statement because, number one, I have a dissenting opinion that is based in logic, based in observed um, uh, solution, uh, 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 conclusions from Durham. Actions that have taken place, things that have, I'm always hot. I apologize. Let me dial that back in. Okay. I apologize. Um, I, I, but I have a dissenting opinion on where Durham's going with this. Okay. And so if we, are we allowed to, to criticize someone like Durham who is lifted up in Q post as the savior of humanity? Are we allowed to question him or bar or Ray or sessions or others? Are, are we allowed to have a deeper understanding of what Q post actually are? Because there's a lot of anons that still don't have a freaking clue. What, what, how to, how to summarize what a Q post is and, and what they actually mean as far as the relevance and what they mean as far as meaning. There's still, a broad range of understanding that that people have take Q post as if they are Bible or as okay. if they are literal. And that is never how Q posts were meant to be written. In fact, the vast majority of Q posts are disinformation, are they not? And so if you take the bigger picture of all this into play and you understand that the FBI was created, number one, to cover up, embarrassing things to important people and they have effectively done that ever since their inception and the the be, one of the best persons that has ever done that was in right in front of us they installed a puppet ag as the head of the department of justice and i'm supposed to sit back and be like yeah i, I pretty soon we're gonna see justice from a justice department that doesn't know the first thing about justice. But let, let me jump in here. Let me jump in here. Because I think that what's happening is that, well, first of all, like I said, there is something that is inherently lost in a hot take on social media. You know, and people are going to read it the way that they want to. People are going to interpret it the way that they are would say it themselves. Uh, so when it comes, but when it comes to the idea of justice, when it comes to, you know, what we're hoping Durham is going to give us, I think most people uh, you, you ask them that question and they're going to tell you something different. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, what we want indictments, we want people to be arrested. We want the problems that are inherent in America to be fixed. We want to know that in the future, a criminal global cabal is not going to be able to infiltrate our nation, subvert the election system and install whatever leadership they want. 
So what is the only way that I can imagine personally that happens? Well, I mean, that would require the complete exposure and uh, unmasking of the FBI, which would then lead to a full dismantling of the organization. And the same needs to be said for the Department of Justice. Now, who is Durham? What is he doing? And, uh, you know, who is he responsible to? Uh, at the end of the day, as a special counsel, he is only responsible to himself. He has that level of autonomy. And I believe this is my take on, on watching Durham, you know, go through these trials. Yes, uh, we've had like three relatively low level trials, um, but I don't think that Durham and the cases that he presented were anything less than what he was able to do with what he had. And if you take a look, I don't know if you had a chance to also see the uh, the video that I did with Ivan right after the Danchenko indeed. verdict. Another great show. indeed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, just to me learning some of those things that uh, I didn't know about Danchenko, like his answers, um, you know, that's pretty slick. And that makes yeah. a lot of sense when you're thinking about intelligence operatives and people who are sleazily working their way through Washington, D.C. I can't recall. I think I might have. It might have been like this. It's not a definitive answer. So how do you prove it's a lie? You know, looking at those things on their face, uh, it makes sense to me, and I can understand why we got the the, the verdict we did in the Danchenko trial. But yeah. again, at the end of the day, who is it that's truly responsible for all of the bullshit that President Trump and that we, the American people, had to go through? It was the FBI. It was the FBI who failed to investigate the claims that were brought to them. It was the FBI whose uh, it, it overt bias allowed for many millions of dollars to be spent on investigations that went nowhere. It was the FBI that perpetrated these witch hunts and these investigations against President Trump and the people in his orbit, and it was all for political reasons. So what is Durham really trying to do? Is he only trying to get convictions on these three low-level people, or is he attempting to use these trials— in a covert manner to introduce some very salient points into the American consciousness. Robbie Mook admitting Hillary Clinton bought and paid for the dossier. It was all Hillary. Okay, huge. That's a big win, I think, for us. Igor Danchenko's trial, he treated Brian Auten as a hostile witness, not something you would expect from the government questioning the, the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, it looked to me like Durham really proved that the FBI is the real problem here. So yeah. then the next problem becomes the Department of Justice, because why in the world would this corrupt administration or the corrupt organization that is, uh, you know, ostensibly supposed to be dispensing justice do anything to call to task the largest investigative body here in the United States of America? They're not going to. They're all working hand in hand. And so what does that mean? That means that America has to be fully aware of what the level of corruption is and how deep it runs. And the only way that's going to happen, it, clearly it wouldn't happen under President Trump. Nobody believed him. Clearly it didn't happen through the efforts of uh, uh, alternative journalists like us. People didn't listen. Now we are at this point where the entirety of the mainstream media is like, uh, Durham's not going anywhere and you guys aren't getting anything. But what are we looking for and how are we going to get it? I think that that's the, the question. I think the only way that we're going to get true justice is when the entirety of America demands it. And I think the only way that can can be the end goal is if Thank the entirety you. of America understands it. So in that respect, this, I'm OK with it. This is my point. 
Shouldn't Americans be freaking in the streets with pitforks right now? They stole a freaking election to cover this up. I mean, I mean, I, I understand the Durham stuff, and I'm not dooming on Durham. I'm not blackpilling on Durham. I'm simply saying, where are the freaking RICO indictments? Where is another, any indictment that isn't a low-level dude that's running his mouth? And then, and then finally, it, we can wrap this up if you want, but we could go on this for a while, really, but... <laughs> My point is this. Number one, the vast majority of Americans that, that are aware of this and watch them steal an election to cover this up are 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 pacified by 9-11 mm-hmm. and the events since. They are not actively engaged in the process of demanding justice. I don't see that. I, I don't see people at a level of pissed offness that it should be. Secondarily, Shouldn't we be managing some expectations here? People's reply to my demand for a Durham Rico indictment is, well, you just wait. Hillary is going to be hung before the public and military tribunals. If you really believe that, you're you're misleading people and you're not managing your own expectations. Durham had to impanel a grand jury wherein anybody who participated had to get a special security clearance in order to be anywhere near the trial. Do you think the public is going to learn any of that? Because if you have expectations that the public is going to learn any of the highly sensitive, top secret international secrets that Durham has as part of this investigation and that we are going to get some kind of justice on that front, I think that the managed expectations of this are, are, are a little high. And I think the managed expectations of this should be a result of what we see in front of us. And what I see in front of me is a stolen election is a corrupt DOJ and FBI, the vast majority of which has already been fired in, in 2018, including James Comey, who people also tell me is actually just a white hat. The whole, they've all been fired, bro. So I, I didn't need Durham to have a public trial with millions of dollars spent with a bunch of low-level scumbags that nobody freaking cares about to tell me that the FBI is extremely corrupt. I, d- I, I don't need Durham for that. I need Durham to follow through with what Dur- what Huber found. I need Durham to follow through with what these other special prosecutors found. And yes, you have to lay the groundwork for that. I understand all of that. I'm not disillusioned by the bigger picture of what Durham has to accomplish. And I understand that the mainstream media is constantly telling us Durham's wrapping up. But what I hear is Barr setting the stage for Durham wrapping up and issuing a report. Why? Because the vast majority of this is highly sensitive, classified information that the public is never going to learn. And if we don't start managing expectations on this, maybe then we'll start to see pitchforks in the streets. I don't know. But that's what I see, bro. And I'm trying to guide people with that managed expectations of what Durham's going to produce for us. Because if people believe you're going to see Hillary hanging from ropes, I got news for you. You should dial it back a notch. I absolutely agree with you on that point. Personally, my expectations are pretty much nil because I don't know the future. The only thing that I'm hoping for is that in the end, we save America. It doesn't really uh, – I don't really care how we get there, by which method. Uh, But I believe that all hope is not lost and that I don't think Durham truly is wrapping up. Uh, You know, the idea that the mainstream media or even Bill Barr – Motorway, by the way. 
Nor, just, just to clarify, nor do I, by the way. Yeah, I believe yeah. Durham has more to come. But yeah, I'm, there's, I think there's going to be more to come. making the stance that where is the freaking indictments? Well, okay, and, and so maybe it, it's, all, it's all about timing. I mean, I have an article up here right now. Uh, Representative Andy Biggs uh, was interviewed by Jordan Conradson, and he said something that uh, a number of other high-profile uh, America First GOP candidates and uh, people who are currently in office have said – that once we regain control of the House and the Senate, and uh, you know, here's the thing: if they if they regain the control of the House and the Senate, and they don't investigate January sixth, if they don't investigate uh, DHS and uh, and and Fauci and the CDC and the FDA and you know China, if they don't go after these things that we are really really focused on, and the election should be number one among them then at that point, uh, it will be difficult for me to continue to maintain uh, the level of optimism that I have. Because as I see it, the, the, the game is not over, and we are moving just into another phase. And that managing of expectations is what has allowed me to get here and to be as positive as I am. Uh, you know, if, if people want to see the most explosive, uh, most exciting, the sexiest, uh, you know, the biggest Michael Bay presentation uh, of, uh, of what justice might mean, uh, then, you know, I think that they are going to be disappointed for sure. Uh, but just understanding that our awareness, our awakeness, our activism, our activity, and the actions that we take on a daily basis, those are what are going to get us to the results that we want to see. We cannot put our hopes onto one individual or one person. This is about the activation of America as a whole for me. That's what I think. Uh, And I think that we have to get the right people into office. We need to put the right pressure on those people. And if they decide that they're not going to represent the will of the American people, then we have another conversation to have after that. But we have given Washington, D.C., as many opportunities as we possibly could. President Trump did something really special in 2016, and here in 2022, I think we have another opportunity to do something with as much, if not more, impact. That's really well said. And, you know, and again, this is why I get frustrated with this, man, because criticizing Durham and demanding a recall indictment how is that a black pill, bro? Like, I don't understand that. Having a dissenting opinion on Durham's loss and calling it for what it is, which is why. Okay, so you got evidence introduced that that proves to us that the FBI is, is a cover up machine. And, and, and how they do that is just bring people in and we just pay them. Uh, you know, that's the best way to cover to cut to cover for your your criminality. We'll just pay and put you on the payroll. OK, we already knew that shit, bro. Like, I don't, well, I don't need Durham to tell me this shit. But, no, but, but think about this. Abe. Think about this. We knew that. OK, we knew that. Did the rest of America know that they're not that, paying had, attention to this shit? Had that bro. Been, more importantly, had that been entered into evidence, had that been entered into the record so that it could be used as discovery in another case. Okay. Your average voter that that's out there that believes that the election, this is what I said yesterday. If your target audience is the is the people who who believe that the election was at least something very wrong with it, right? Are, are open to the idea of that because then they're the same people that are also interested in what Durham might be doing because other than that there's probably nobody else that's interested. So if that's your target audience, uh they already are aware of how, how corrupt the FBI is. They want they're they're with me. They want get, put me somebody on a freaking uh you know on a stand and say that's it, buddy. You're done, and not just your low level guys. It my my question is or my my 
my hope is anyway is not a black pill but is where is the 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 people that are are not are speaking up more demanding more of this stuff all i see is people just like ah okay well durham lost another one i guess we'll just wait for next year for more justice i this this pacification of our society is something that has been happening over a period of time. And, and really the bigger picture of what I'm trying to say here is not just a Durham black pill argument or a argument on social media. It's a bigger picture of our society on how we are engaged in our lives, not engaged in in the the things that affect the our country as a whole, unless it affects us personally. And all you see is, is the globalist making it harder and harder and harder for every one of the Americans to get ahead in any kind of way. That is a beatings will continue until morale improves tactic by globalists. People are too worried about putting food on the table than some dude named Danchenko. Give these people something, a, a serious indictment or an arrest, and then they're going to be like, oh, okay. But to try to tell me that Durham is informing the public through Danchenko, I'm just not buying it, bro. Okay. Well, and that's that's your, uh, that, that's your uh, right as an American citizen, obviously. Um, but I think that the only way that America is truly going to find that will to change and to be angry enough to get out there and really do something, make something happen, is to be completely and utterly aware of how corrupt and how uh, uh, broken this system is. And the only way people are going to have that will to change is if they are so deeply affected, disenfranchised by what's happening around them. And I truly do believe that that's exactly what's going on. So regardless of whether or not we've had RICO indictments yet, you know, because as, as I said earlier, I don't think it's over. We don't know what's coming. Uh, we can, you know, have the as much hope as we possibly can. But at the end of the day, you know, when it comes to the idea of blackpilling, you know, uh, if anybody who's ever played any sports, okay, you might have, uh, you're playing soccer, you're playing football, you're playing baseball. You know that you're about to go up against a much bigger set of, uh, of, of opponents, uh, a team that maybe has uh, more experience, more practice than you. Maybe they got more money for better equipment, okay, but you're not going to walk into the locker room and sit down and mope. And have the coach tell you, you know what, guys, you suck compared to these people, okay? These people have beaten every single team they've ever gone up against. So why would you even want to go out onto that field? That, to me, is blackpilling. To, to, to say it's over before we've actually gotten to the finish line. I prefer to go into every situation with as much optimism and, and hope as I possibly can, knowing the, uh, the the stakes at hand, knowing the amount of adversity I'm about to face, and knowing how powerful our opponent is. But that power is dwarfed compared to the collective power of the American people, and we have to harness that, and I think that we need to stay as unified as we can with our eyes on the prize and just don't allow yourself to be so distraught or taken aback when things don't go the exact way that you want them to go. And remember yeah. that there is time. We still have time. Yeah. You know, Zach, I'm glad you're, you're pivoting to that because, you know, I, I hope at least that you guys spend that half hour watching my show yesterday to give your, to give you guys a little more 
perspective because what I often see is people that just fall back on on whatever they agree with. So anytime somebody puts a dissenting opinion out there, you're a black pilling doomer, and I don't like you anymore. And, and th- this has kind of been this has been uh, programmed into Twitter and in a programmed response into anybody who is engaged in social media. So for those of you that are awake enough out there to understand that these kind of tactics of uh, you're a shilling black pill and I'm blocking you. These are these are meant to create division tactics. All right. When when you have res- I respect Patrick and every one of them deeply. I, I listen to them all the time. But when you have a dissenting opinion on something, uh, do I have to h- hold you with a, a little teddy bear when I say it? Is is this, I mean, it's just yeah. <laughs> people get rubbed the wrong way off the simplest thing and misread what you, what you, and see what you want to hear out of stuff. And part of what I have been trying to do as my platform and as part of what we do and engage for those of us who, who spend time with me every day from five to seven Eastern um, and have over a period of time is we look at different analysis of others, uh, you know, like like monkey works. I, 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 I hope that everyone out there understands that the military doesn't broadcast their military movements over over s- civilian airwaves. So if there's if there's military movements, none of us are really going to know about that. Right. So I express that opinion. And then when people tell me about Russia and say, yeah, R- Russia's and China are working with Trump. And then you and then I, I look around and look at the actions of Russia and China. And I said, I'm not seeing P- Putin and Xi really being very helpful to us, guys. And and the the same kind of group of people then constantly are hammering me over and over again and not allowing my dissenting opinion about Russia, which is well fact based, well researched. So so is the information on Xi. In fact, yesterday we talked about Xi's uh, presentation of a hundred page document showing how he's going to take over the world with communism. I mean, so so I, I take I listen to all, all different opinions and I present what I believe to be a dissenting opinion with with uh, a sauce to go with. And if people don't like that, I, I, anal- I analyze other people's take on stuff and present you my different take on things of why I have a different opinion, then that's fine. Don't, don't watch my show. But what, what we're trying to do here is establish the ability of having debate and disagreement like we yeah. used to have without calling somebody a shill or a black pillar, which I, I think... I think that kind of line is created to not allow any kind of dissent. And and that that line there is something that I'm always going to be there right on the edge of. Sure. No You've always who, liked to push that boundary. And I, no I, I who you are, yeah, I'm going yeah. to push that edge because if you're it. trying to dial back what I'm trying to say and what I want to say on a topic, then maybe that should just go. Um, you should just not listen to me anymore. And I should not be part of anything that you want to hear. And th- okay. th- that's just the way I do things, bro. So, so two points, and then we got to take a break for the second half of the show. First, uh, when you read something on social media, this is my advice. Okay. You don't have to follow it, but when you read something on social media and you interpret something in a, a given way, I think it's best to take a step back and to think before you immediately respond because you're going to be responding with emotion and not with logic or, uh, you know, critical thinking. Uh, quite often, it's very possible maybe uh, something has come across wrong and uh, maybe we would be better served in, in engaging in that debate and verifying what the meaning behind that statement was before people just start launching into something. Second, 
it's very important to remember that the theories of individual researchers are not necessarily uh, you know, proof. Uh, I mean, it, it, when people have a theory about something and how something may be playing out, it's only a theory until we have it proven true. You're right. I do see people saying, you know, uh, you know, I know this is happening because so-and-so said it. Well, you know, every single person that is out there providing analysis on this stuff, it's based upon, uh, you know, their own lens and what they're seeing and what they believe to be happening. And I think that anybody would tell you straight up, it's a theory. It, it, it doesn't mean that that's necessarily what's happening. So, just remember that. Uh, and I think that we should be uh, allowing for a uh, diversity of opinions and for uh, civil conversation to take place. Real quick, our, our Rick Acer says, so Durham's over. Is there any chance a new MAGA Congress can overthrow the 2020 election fraud? Durham is not over. We'll be right back after this. All right. So back to what I said uh, right before the break. Durham is not over. The fake mainstream media wants you to believe that Durham is over because they want you to believe that there will be nothing that comes from Durham's investigation. Uh, until Durham walks out on stage and says, you know what, guys, I'm packing it up. I'm going home. I had a great career as a prosecutor, but as soon as I took on this biggest case of my life, I dropped the ball and I'm a piece of shit. Well, until Durham says that, uh, I'm not going to believe that it's true. And I think that the mainstream media is lying. Okay. Now, I, okay, go can ahead. I, can I yeah. hop in right there? Yeah. I'm sorry. I never, I never want to cut you off, but I want to hop in right there. Let's let's man, let's expect this. <clears throat> I, I don't do predictions, but let's expect this and then hope for more. Let's expect Durham to wrap it up. Let's expect Durham to issue a full report showing the collusion between the DNC uh, and the rest. Let's expect Durham to tell us um, that every single Q post that we read is basically a giant Q proof. Let, let's expect that. All right. But are you expecting more? Because if you're expecting more, then I would go through the ICIG then maybe. I, I, I'm still waiting. I think the ICIG will get involved into the future. If you're expecting more than is more um, congressional testimony or congressional commissions like the 9-11 commission, a 9-11 commission, which resulted in a book put on Amazon. Mm -hmm. it, because mm -hmm. let's be honest, fam. <laughs> the United States government is the king of cover-ups. Mm -hmm. Look what happened with Nixon. The, the public thought that they learned the truth about Nixon after after their whole Watergate commission. And the only thing the Watergate commission did was create a whole other fucking cover-up, bro. I mean, can we be real about what's happening here? What we have to do is look at the history of what our government has done in order to look into the future. And if we are expecting something different, in my opinion, I, I think that's unreasonable expectations. I think those are only expectations based on reads from Q posts that Anans have misled people with. That That is my honest opinion. Does that mean that we're not going to get justice? Does that mean that Durham is a big black pill? Does that mean that we're, nothing's going to happen into the future and we're never going to get? No, but that, that does mean that we can manage the expectations of what Durham's going to give us as a result of. It does mean that we can manage the expectations of seeing Hillary hung from a freaking, you know, in the public. I mean, so I'm just, all I'm trying to do is, is to dial back what, what Q has given us because clearly there's moves and counter moves into the plan. I don't think Q planned 
on having the 2020 election so stolen so far that it involved foreign governments. I don't think, you know, Q had a counter move for that plan. I think that we're into new territory as far as the underlying war as it may be. And so doesn't that include managing the expectations of the people who have been uh, led by only anonymous Q posts into what they believe is going to happen in the future. That's all I'm trying to do, bro. I'm trying to open that debate and discussion. All right. I absolutely understand. And of course you can continue the debate over on uncensoredabe.com. Please make sure you follow him over on truth social as well. I want to move into something that uh, has recently come out and that is the Marco Polo Hunter Biden laptop report. Now the laptop report itself uh, has identified quite a few crimes and uh, different things that Hunter Biden could be uh, prosecuted for. He says right here, Garrett says, there are at least, very least, 459 documented violations of state and federal laws and regulations on this infamous device. Many, many crimes. Uh, They have put together the entire dossier for under $35,000. It is 630 pages. They've got it uh, very well cited, 2,020 footnotes, and it's broken up into uh, a number of different individual sections, so it's very easy to go through. Now, I'm going to go ahead and uh, and drop a link to this out into the chat. Obviously, with that many pages, it makes it uh, a little bit harder for individual researchers to spend all of their time going through that. So I'm hoping we can kind of crowdsource uh, the uh, the investigation here. But I will tell you this, uh, every Wednesday night, Brad and I are, are going to be going through a different portion of this report. Uh, so you can imagine there is uh, a ton of really, really good stuff on here. Now, let's go ahead and see what the sun is saying. Hunters, hunt, The hunt is on. The hunter becomes the hunted. Uh, laptop report with evidence of sex and drug crimes sent to Congress and lawmakers are ready to investigate. Now, this is where I want to tie it into what you were just saying over there. I think you're absolutely right. I think expecting a different result from the same corrupt government is something that uh, will uh, get us nowhere and lead to frustration. And that's why I continue to push the possibilities that we have with electing a new government in November, uh, because once we control the House and the Senate and the vast majority of those new people coming in are all America first candidates, uh, these are people who are are going to be leaders in Congress. Uh, Joe Biden, it, it doesn't matter what he wants to do or what he wants to decree. He's not going to be able to get it done, and we're going to be able to overpower any of those Democrats that are left in Congress who continue to want to try to uh, push forward the Biden agenda. Uh, what about Kirsten Cinema? I mean, Kirsten Cinema. I've heard uh, rumors recently that she's uh, planning on potentially switching to the Republican Party. What if she does that right after she gets elected? I mean, that's just a, another one in our court. Maybe not 100% going to vote with us every single time, but certainly somebody that we can uh, count on to not just go along with the Biden agenda. Um the fact that this report is now in the hands of all the current members of Congress, okay, we know they've got it. I guarantee you that every single uh, incoming congressional representative and senator is, is also going to have a copy of it. Uh, the information has been presented ad nauseum as a result of the proving that the Hunter Biden laptop is real. We've also shown that the uh, intelligence agencies and the intelligence uh, agents who signed that letter that Joe Biden used in his debate to try to make this appear as Russian disinformation are all completely co-opted and compromised in the same exact way. There was one of those guys, uh, Abe, who did an interview uh, with uh, somebody on Fox News, and he was so freaking slimy. 
And I knew it. I knew it. Reading that letter when it came out, you know, has all of the earmarks of a Russian disinformation campaign. And then in the same breath, they say, now, we can't tell you that it's, you know, fake for sure, but it has all the earmarks of a Russian disinformation campaign. And he just kept repeating that. And he essentially said, if the American public is too stupid to look up the definitions of words to understand the true meaning of what they wrote in that letter, well, then that's not his problem. But we all know that people are going to look at a product like that coming out of the government and they're going to, if they were a Joe Biden supporter, they're going to listen to the words coming out of Joe Biden's mouth and they're just going to automatically assume, okay, well, you know, the fact of the matter is people do just parrot what they're told and they're happy to go ahead and just go along with whatever it is they're given. And if 50 intelligence agents all say it has the earmarks of a Russian disinformation campaign, well, then it must. The only problem is it didn't and they subvert an election as much as any of the electronic voting machines did or any of the ballot stuffing did. And I believe that this has now shown how badly broken our intelligence community is in the same way the FBI and the DOJ is. We are showing that the entirety of the U.S. government is basically made up of criminal conspirators because they are. Yeah, man. And and I'm, I'm really looking forward to the prosecutors in Delaware getting to the bottom of this one, too. <laughs> They won't. They won't. This is this is this is going to require uh, an, an entirely new form of government. We are going to have to completely clean this up from the top to bottom. And I just I'm not under the uh, assumption that this is going to happen quickly, Abe. I mean, how many how many employees does the federal government have? I mean, how many hundreds of thousands of people are part of the deep state. How many uh, uh, thousands, tens of thousands of Thank teachers you. out there are Marxists that have slid their way into the education system? How, how many Rockefeller Initiative uh, recipients are, are now in uh, practicing medicine? How many uh, World Economic Forum graduates are, are holding offices in government? I mean, it is never ending. Okay? How deep do you understand the level of corruption we are up against? Yes. How yes. awake are you to understand what we're up against? I, I, this is the part that, that scares the shit out of me because I'm a brainwashed moron by those who are the most awake people out there. that don't realize that what you just said and how important what you just said is, bro. And this, this, this level of corruption, you have a president who is bought and paid for by China, the same China, by the way, who just got a major indictment drop showing that they have information on all of our election workers, while at the same time, election workers are coming clean about threats to them and their families during the current election, much less the last election. Are you starting to realize what we're up against? This is a level of subversion from within that is much more beyond the argument of Durham or if I'm a shill or not or who the hell I had on my freaking show. The level of awake of people out there who think that they are so enlightened to have a much bigger picture and understanding of the world than any other meathead possible that jarhead like me could possibly have. The, the first thing that we must all understand is none of us really has a big picture of what's really happening in our world. That's the first thing all of us should understand. The second thing we should understand is what you just said is the most important thing, bro. It, it is deep. It is very deep. It goes into your schools, into your children's lives daily. And people are starting to wake up to that in the level of people that have woken up to just that part of it right there. 
is great, right? People are awake to the idea that, yes, they're going after your children, but I don't think they really realize how at what level they're going to go after your children. They literally want to enslave them, and then the ones that don't make it send them into sexual slavery into the future. These The, the level of evil we are up against, I don't think people see the bigger picture of that, bro. And, and that's why my frustration is on getting wrapped up into the details of Durham and stuff. I, I, I'm not I'm not so concerned about that. What I'm concerned with is uh, us understanding that it is going to take a full government approach, a revamping of the government from the inside out, like President Trump was in the process of doing. And I see us coming back into that, into this election and into the next. And and I think that's what the bigger picture is, right? So what, how important the upcoming elections are. I, I absolutely agree. The, the This upcoming election is of paramount concern. And if you have not committed yourself to doing something in your local community to fight back against the scourge that has completely controlled our local, state, and federal governments, then I implore you once more to make that commitment and get out there and start doing it. You know, there are any number of ways that you can be active, that you can uh, uh, engage in conservative activism. Uh, You can, uh, uh, you know, run for office. That is a very simple thing. And if we're going to replace the government with patriotic American citizens who get what's going on here and how badly it's been subverted, then that's the only way it's going to happen. One man, a good friend of mine that's been doing that in Nevada is our friend Robert Beatles. Now he is being attacked by Reuters and uh, a number of other mainstream media outlets. They say that he's whipping up outrage against uh, a local elections commissioner. She quit because she said she was in fear of her family's safety. Uh, But Robert proved that there was vote rigging going on in his local county there, uh, Washoe County. Uh, And so Robert put up a lot of money to get this investigation done. He's been on the show a number of times, Operation Sunlight. People sent him information from all over the nation. He's also uh, uh, financed a number of different uh, elections there in Nevada as well. Robert Beatles is a man who's putting his money where his mouth is. And uh, and of course, they're going after him in the same way they went against J.R. Majewski. Now, there's only so much time that these shills have to write in these mainstream media publications. And so they're going to go after the, the most incredible and important people who are having the greatest impact. J.R. Majewski, he's going to beat a 40-year Democrat incumbent who's done nothing except line her pockets and live in Washington, D.C. with her wife. Robert Beatles, he's going to put some people into office who are actually going to address the things that we need to be addressed. But he and and J.R. Majewski are being attacked along the way. Now, we have to be willing to put ourselves in the line of fire, and we have to be willing to take the place of these corrupt bureaucrats who have destroyed our nation and who have subverted our system. Uh, I am... I would really be interested to know how many people out there have looked into potentially running in a local office election in your area. You can run for county commissioner. You can run for drain commissioner. You can run for uh, city planner. I don't even know, dude. I mean, there's so many different things out there. Another thing, people are, are, are sending me messages and asking about judges. I don't know about the judges in your area, uh, and uh, I don't know necessarily how best to investigate the judges in your area. I've tried, man. You know, I've tried looking into this. Somebody quiet. asked me, yeah. too. It's nearly impossible because they call themselves nonpartisan. So what what, the, what they tell you is to look into their case history. But 
I mean, come on, let's be real about it. If you look into the case history of every judge you want to vote for, you know, it's just not possible. And they make that impossible on purpose. It's really is something I hope that we can, you know, as activists push forward into the future, forget this nonpartisan judge thing. There is no such thing as a nonpartisan judge. No, no. And let let me suggest this. Um, You can tell a lot about the politics of a person if you can determine uh, what causes they're donating to. That might be a good place to start, okay, with that's these good, judges. That's, a good, that's good advice, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, check the DNC. Check the RNC. Check to see what uh, candidates uh, are, uh, are on their comp- – who, who they are donating to on campaign finance reports. You could also just go in and have a conversation with that person. Uh, Johnny W. says, it's a shame you don't address the Dan Bongino MG show debacle, Zach. I don't know anything about it. Um, I don't either. What 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 did they get themselves into now? Yeah, I don't know anything about it. Dan Bongino and MG Show, uh, they have an issue or something. I I, I don't know anything about it. So the only, um, the only thing that's about is trying to get more ratings, my friend. I don't know if uh, if somebody wants to send me a link or something, I'll I'll look into it. But I mean, it's it's it, if it's an issue between Dan Bongino and and Matrix and Shady, then I guess that's between them. I don't really have anything to do with it. Um, but, uh, you know, if they're getting brought up on Dan Bongino, then um, uh, I would imagine they must have gotten his attention for something. Um, yeah, but I, I, I'm interested to know what it is, uh, but I don't have any idea what's going on with it. Um, so, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, division tactics happening out there. Um, so anytime there's a disagreement or or a a topic that is um divisive of any kind like remember the whole Mueller thing you know anytime that that I <laughs> I got slammed for that and then everyone kind of fell into okay Mueller's maybe a white hat same thing with everything else so there's for those of you that are that are uh, um been around long enough to see how they use this anytime you'll see any kind of subtle disagreement on something you'll see somebody hop in there with a little more shove to make it a little more so this is going to be this is going to be more and more going into the election like it was in the last election as well, if you remember that. OK, so Johnny says they ridicule Dan for taking the Jabba Jabba. Um, OK, so I, I think <laughs> I think that uh, I, I think that it's it's not productive to ridicule somebody for taking the jab. You know, I think a lot of people look at Dan Bongino and they think, oh, you know, he must know a lot because he's got this national program. I think by and large, Dan, you know, has done good work, but you know, I mean, he's, he's kind of a normie at the end of the day. You know, he had some access. He, he was in Secret Service, so he's got, you know, certain connections and stuff. Um, but obviously, Dan, if he says he took the jab, I don't have any other reason to believe that he would be lying about that. Um, the th- you know, I had a, a bit of a dust up. People were upset that I called Dan and Tucker out for not being uh, more open about talking about the mandates before they actually, you know, when they were actually Agreed. going on. You know, I mean, I, I respect the hell out of Dan Bongino and I respect the hell out of Tucker Carlson. But I mean, this is an issue where I think that they could have had a lot of power. There was this point at which Dan was like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to work at Cumulus anymore because people are going to lose their jobs because they don't want to take the jab. But he didn't say that until everybody had already been fired. You know, I mean, like, I feel like he had more power and he could have used it. And, um, you know, and I've seen people dying. I've seen people getting, um, you know, uh, you know, lifelong debilitating side effects from it. But it's yeah. it's it's already happened. though. There's not a lot know? of talk in the mainstream media by any of these people about the no. side effects and the deaths that are happening from this. either. Exactly. Exactly. There's a major opportunity that's being wasted. 
And, um, you know, I'm glad that Dan now realizes that, you know, it was a bad decision, but I don't think that's any reason to ridicule him for it. You know, I mean, the, the guy did what he thought was right at the time because he didn't have all the information. I'm glad that, uh, you know, most of us here didn't take that same, that same step. That was always my issue is the lack of informed consent. Yeah. My heart goes out to anybody, anybody who felt they had to take the jab. That is an impossible decision to be put into. Okay, you know, none of us know what was going on in the lives of people. Uh, he, Yeah, he's got buyer's remorse from it. His doctor's advice while under lymphoma treatment. Yes, no, I, I remember. I, I saw, I, I put that on my show. I showed him. He was like, it's the worst decision of my life. You fired my heart, that doctor yesterday, I hope. Yeah, my heart goes out to him, okay? I mean, like, you know, he took the advice of his doctor. The, the real problem here is that we should be able to trust our institutions. We should be able to believe that our doctors and our healthcare providers have our best interests in mind. But the sad fact of the matter is they have their own wallets and their own interests in mind. Okay. If you're a doctor, look at what they did to the frontline doctors. Look at what they did uh, to Dr. Peter McCullough. You come out against the jab and they immediately try to destroy you. They try to get you fired. They try to make sure you can never practice medicine again. Okay. So there are doctors who, who made that decision about pushing the jab based upon that. And then there were other doctors who were just completely idiots and clueless. All right. But at the end of the day, now we know the information's out there. And so for the people who have come to realize that, I'm glad that they are being open and talking about it. But there is a massive missed opportunity. There are so many people out there who now know the truth and they're not talking about it still. So, yeah. But I don't think that's any reason to ridicule them. I think that this, that's a reason agreed. to – Yeah, to, I mean, uh, to, I, let's have a conversation. Come on, guys. Yeah, I don't think that, that ridiculing is going gonna to help anything. The only thing that does is just try to get ratings, like I said. And anyways, yeah. point of this bigger picture is <sighs> – Barack Obama did fundamentally change America. He changed the way that our healthcare system is ever going to operate ever again. And it has been a disaster ever since. And the, the criticism from the Tea Party and from MAGA of people in the, the rhino Republican Party who didn't address this when they when we had the chance when Trump first got his term. The result of that now is, you know, destructions of lives, families and the rest, because our healthcare system is a freaking joke. Nothing more than a National Institute of Health who are who are giving um, mandates to doctors and nurses about treatments and other things about what they must do. It is no longer a healthcare system that is based on what we grew up with, which was a doctor patient relationship where the best decisions for each of you is, is made based on the, based on the, the factors that are involved with you personally. It is the, the destruction of our healthcare system. And that's the bigger picture of all of this that should be being talked about instead of trying to find ratings. Yeah. So, you know, and when it comes down to it at the end of the day, I think that like making fun of people um, for a decision that they made, I just think that it's counterproductive. I, I think that, uh, you know, I think that perhaps people um, underestimate the power of brainwashing and the power of propaganda. All right. Uh, there are a lot of people out there who bought it hook, line and sinker that they were getting vaccinated for the other people in their life. They were doing their part. Okay, and that's a shame. 
I feel bad for those people. And as soon as they took that jab and their body started wasting away and everything started falling apart and they realized that they made the wrong decision, I don't see any reason to make fun of those people. I think that they're an excellent example of what can happen when you don't have informed consent and you haven't done the research on uh, a completely unnecessary and deadly medication that you're about to put in your body. And I think that we should embrace those people because those people, are they have to have tremendous courage to come forward and to say, you know, look what happened to me. I want to make sure that doesn't happen to somebody else because then they get cast aside by the people who are like, you're a moron. You should have known. And then they also get cast aside by all the people in their lives who said you're now vax hesitant. And so you are spreading death by telling people that you had a negative reaction to the vaccine. At a certain point, we have to be willing to come together and to accept uh, that people can make mistakes. And when they make mistakes and they get the full information and they come forward and say, hey, God, I screwed up, you know, please forgive me. I think we should forgive them. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And, and, you know, the bigger picture of this, again, is the destruction of our healthcare system. And really, I, I wish there was more. There's a lot of nurses that are speaking out now, and there's there's no yeah. shortage of doctors really that have come out as well. But not on the level that you would have I thought you would see at this point, you know, more more whistleblowers in, in the healthcare industry would be an encouraging thing to see as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have people in my family, people who watch the show who took the jab. And they regret it now. You know, they have uh, lifelong side effects. Uh, They know that they made a mistake, you know, but I mean, they listen to their doctors. And so, you know, I still love them. They're still my family. And I'm glad that, you know, now they're getting educated. And I hope that something doesn't happen to them that's far, far worse. All right, you guys, we're basically at, a, at the end of the show. I think this was a good conversation. So let me go through the uh, the comments over here on the foxhole. And um uh, thank you, SLP43 says, love your show. Revolver the other day, Revolver, uh, a name that I, I haven't seen in a very long time, made this comment. I, I, I remember when you used to read my comments uh, without paying you money. And here's the thing, bro. If you could only see my screens, what I'm seeing, I've got one, two, three, four. I'm paying attention to running the show. I'm paying attention to running the Zoom call. I'm paying attention to all of the chats from all of the uh, various streams. So if you really want to get my attention, the best way to do it is to drop it in a gold pill or to drop it in a super chat over there on uh, on Rumble, because that's just the way it wait, wait, where's my phone? I don't know where my phone is, so I can't say anything about buy me a coffee. But, um, you know, that's just the way that it is, uh, because unfortunately, uh, with all of these various chats going by. Um, it makes it very difficult to see everybody and, uh, and to pay attention to all of the people watching the show. But I want you to know that just because I don't call out your name specifically doesn't mean that I don't appreciate or love you. And I'm not glad that you're not here. Uh, Rumble Pilgrim says Zach can multitask. I sure can, but there are limits to my superhuman abilities. Uh, over here on the Foxhole, Haintang Alien Surfer. Thanks again for that first cookie. Nikki the Greek dropped a cookie as well. M the Painter said, Lucy is a great name for the dog. My Siberian Husky is Lucy. Lucy is great. Hopefully you guys got a chance to see the trailer for the live stream before we began because Lucy, the new dog, made a special appearance. Blue Eyes Open says, Zach, you are amazing. Don't let anyone tell you different. You too, Alan. Thank you very much. Here's the thing. I'm very confident and I'm very comfortable in my own skin. So anytime somebody has something bad to say about me, I don't even let it bother me at all because, uh, you know, really that's about them. M the Painter says, Trump equals Rico. It has been my life. See Fat Tony. See Atlantic City. He always worked for justice. I absolutely agree. 
I think that there are things that are happening that we don't know about. Uh, I believe that those uh, the hundreds of thousands of sealed indictments are still sitting out there just waiting for the right time. Wish that was now, but unfortunately, this is not my plan. Slug Trail says, why does our plan match the protocols of the learned elders of Zion? Read them. I don't know how our plan matches the protocols of the learned elders of Zion. I think that their plan matches the protocols of the learned elders of Zion. Sean Joe says Danchenko, Sussman, Kleinsmith should have been the building blocks of the conspiracy charges. And I think that they still can be because each one of these things was done individually. Each one of those things produced uh, different pieces of evidence that can be drawn together in a future case. And uh, again, Durham hasn't come out and said, guess what, guys, I'm going home. I'm going to retire to uh, Delaware or, you know, wherever it is. Uh, Sean Joe says Durham is not going to prosecute anyone in the FBI or the DOJ. I think that remains to be seen. Red Pill Ken. Good to see you, buddy. I met Red Pill Ken at the Trump rally. He says, Durham exposed James Comey's FBI, DOJ, renegade and Hillary with both false ties to lefties, not the awakened. I, I do agree with you there. Sean Joe, RP, if a tree falls in the woods and no one sees it or hears it, did the tree fall? Major media blackout. I think that the major media has become less and less relevant. Uh, and, uh, and, and, you know, at this point, it, it doesn't matter as much uh, what the media is covering because we have so many people out here in the alternative media. We're going to take over. There are some big things coming, guys, and I'm not going to say what they are, but I just want you to know that there is going to come a day where we supplant the mainstream media. It's going to happen. Just Duckies says Red October continues. Marco Polo sent all of their records on Hunter's laptop to all of Senate and Congress. Call your congressman, call your senator, and ask them if they've had a chance to review the Hunter Biden laptop file report that has come from Marco Polo. If they don't answer, call back, send them an email, send them a physical letter, get on their ass and ask them why they're not investigating Hunter Biden. And the painter says, yes, Q did. Stolen election. D, last hope is like Q number 12. Red Pill Ken, I donate my money to Foxhole and Pill.net. When will I get a 4 a.m. knock on my doors by the FBI agents? Hopefully, Red Pilkin, you do not. I haven't yet, and I know a lot of people out there haven't. Uh, Sean Joe, thanks for the cookie. Polly9363, dropping a ship. Just Josie says, integrity. Nakaz808, Zach, check your email about the power conditioners and UPS. I can get one sent to you. Aloha. Oh, awesome. Uh, is your email, uh, does it say Nakaz in it? I'll check it out. Greenbeard, good to see you, buddy. He says, lurking and working. You guys are awesome. You are awesome as well. All right, you guys. Uh, anybody out there who is uh, still upset about anything that was said, do me a favor. You know, you and Abe can talk about this afterwards. I think that we Ellen can all... at uncensoredabe.com. <laughs> there you go. Email Abe. Email Abe. Let's just get through it, guys. I mean, are we going to save America? Are we going to bitch at each other and be unhappy about something that uh, didn't go the way we, we wanted? please work on allowing dissenting opinions without freaking out on each other? I love you guys. I love all of you, too. And uh, I say everything I say is with the uh, the, the sincerest... Uh, you know, amount of, of, of love and, and appreciation as I can. Uh, I know that not everybody's going to get together and I don't expect you guys to necessarily get dinner together or, you know, end up, uh, you know, uh, hanging out and, and working on the yard or helping each other fix the fence or whatever it might be. Uh, but just remember, at the end of the day, we all want the same thing, and that's to save America. So good luck and God bless everyone. I'm going to pass out these gold pills right now. 
and that has been released. I will find my phone, and I will see if anybody donated anything else, and then I'll talk about that tomorrow. I keep forgetting to bring the mail out here as well, but either way, I love you what guys. What are going on later uh, today? To- oh, today at 4 p.m., I got taken it back with uh, uh, 412 and, quite frankly, and then uh, hopefully another show after that. I've got so many interviews I still need to get out from the moment of truth, and I really want to do that before the midterm, so I have a lot to do in the next couple of weeks. But Thanks, anyway. bro, for giving me a chance to really kind of express sure. my opinion on this stuff all of you out there i respect all of you man i love you guys very much uh let's uh let's let's work on getting a little thicker skin out there love you guys five eastern four central one god bless you all god bless peace